Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 184 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. I am once again joined by my wonderful co-host, Ray. Ray, how you doing on this very early Sunday morning? I'm doing good. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this early? I thought it was still late from last night. <laughs> Somebody hasn't gone to bed yet. <laughs> how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, we, we've we got a lot to cover today, and this is one of the days that I actually have a time crunch, so we're going to just jump right in. Um, our weekly geekery, both of us put one division. <laughs> <laughs> Because we have failed our listeners. After the last episode, we stopped recording. We've never done this. We stayed on the call for like an hour afterwards, and yeah, we're just we researching and geeking out. And at one yep. point, we were like, oh, why are we not recording? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we to- we sure did. So what did we want to go over as far as all of our – well, first of all, <laughs> would you like to explain, since it happened to you, the, like you were the center of it, do you want to explain our weird multiverse experience on Friday? Oh, man. I mean, I don't – I can't say that I remember. We. It feels like we finished the recording and then I was like following some of the threads that you talked about because – you know, as as I gave kind of in, in my review of the first three episodes, um, I'm I'm not super psyched about the tone so far in the show, and so kind of having a hard time following it and like getting invested. But <clears throat> excuse me, but with you bringing all of this research and and like introducing this idea that like, well, it's fun if you're willing to put in the time to like follow all these theories and, you know, to treat it as a mystery that really got me excited about the show. And so got me so excited. In fact, (laughs) that I just, (laughs) I jumped right into that as we were finishing our recording and uh, we were off. I mean, I feel like it was like we could have recorded a whole other episode. (laughs) We We really could have. And it was funny because then come Friday episode four drops and no spoilers for episode four. No spoilers for episode four, but oh my god, <laughs> you and I and yeah. your friend Jason. <laughs> yep. I get a text from from Ray that says, "Oh my god, I just watched the opening of uh, episode four, mind blown, <laughs> or something like that." And I was like, "Dude, literally, the Marvel credits are running right now." <laughs> And at the same time, his friend Jason messages me, I am watching it as we speak. So we yeah. must have hit we must have hit play within seconds of each other. Yeah, that I because I, I have a habit of doing this where I'll I'll send the same text to like two or three different people because I have so many different friend groups. Mm-hmm. So so I did exactly that. I sent the text. I was so excited that I sent that message to you and I sent it to Jason and Christian at the same time. I just said whoa, you know, just watch the opening. And you both responded, you and Jason both responded within seconds of each other. I mean, I took the screenshot and sent it to you. Yeah. You could see that we're all like basically watching it at the same time. Totally unplanned. It just like ha- happened that way. Yeah, we were just, we were, we were just in sync at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, again, with, with no spoilers for episode four, because we will be reviewing uh, it a, c- a couple weeks from now. We'll be reviewing the next three episodes of WandaVision. 
Um, you know, I was just, I was pleased with this episode and it sort of confirmed a lot of our theories. Um, I was a little bit bummed about the fact that it confirmed theories we had both on the podcast last week and after the podcast last week. Right, right. Like if we had actually included some of those, some of that, that post episode geekery onto our podcast, I think we would have came across looking pretty damn psychic pretty damn cool yeah pretty on top of it yeah yeah so um i don't know do you want to get into some of the things we wish we had uh included in last week's episode or do I, you I, I feel like we're in a weird space because if we do i feel like there's so many things that built off of episode four like were confirmed or denied in episode four yeah yeah I so agree. i mean i feel like if we do we have to say all right we are gonna we are gonna do a, a small little spoiler here or there for for episode four. Yeah, why don't we why don't we bookmark this because we have a lot to get to in today's episode. Yeah, yeah, we really do. So why don't we bookmark this and just say this week's weekly geekery was definitely WandaVision. <laughs> yes, and uh, and we'll come back to this conversation when we're ready to review the next the next three episodes of WandaVision. Yeah, and we'll we'll kind of keep this separate so we can, you know, we won't lie, <laughs> we won't right. claim things that we came up with that we had. Right, and but I'm, we did get some stuff right, and I still think that there's some stuff that's not that we don't have quite that 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 we don't have quite right yet. Yeah, and you know, just just to bait that hook a little bit more, looking at the things that you have written down here, stuff we shouldn't have recorded, but sh- stuff we should have recorded but didn't. I'm just thinking about the episode and just getting so excited about <laughs> where where our heads were at last week. I, I do have to say though, we we kind of said last week that you know we trust Marvel. We know they know what they're doing. We're gonna get to a point in this series where we look back on it and go, oh my God, that was brilliant. I totally see what they were doing. And oh my God, that was brilliant. I totally see what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, yeah, it, it took a while to get here, but I'm glad we're here. Yeah. Um, okay, so do we want to jump into Marvel Rolls and do a little bit for like a half hour and, or, and then take a commercial break? Oh, yeah, let's do that for sure. Let's do that. So it's a little let's bit different that. than our normal, but we've got, we've got so much to get through. <laughs> Why don't we explain uh, once again for listeners what, what today's topic is? Okay, so after Wonder Woman, I think we all felt really bad for at least uh gal gadot because she's just wonderful and wonder woman 84 was not wonderful and we were like well why can't we just put her in a marvel movie because marvel would take care of her and that got us to you know the classic geek out kind of thing like who would you cast as but we did a twist and we decided we're gonna do if we were gonna give the dc universe actors roles in marvel films what characters would they play yeah because the dceu is in a weird place right now where yeah they've made a lot of decisions that don't work and that are kind of clearly dead ends and they're having to rethink their approach or reboot or whatever course correct but scattered within that they've made a few really great choices and so what do you do with that? You know, and, and our solution, as you just explained, is to say, you know what, <laughs> maybe Marvel has uh, maybe, you know, there's some really great actors and great casting choices. Maybe Marvel has some some choice roles for you all. 
Yeah, I, I definitely think I think that this is a positive. I mean, now there is there is the the cop out, which would be hilarious that they will never do, but would be hilarious if they just made them the Squadron Supreme. <laughs> oh, that would be great! Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh man, Joe, <laughs> that it would, would be, be such perfect. an fu to DC. <laughs> Holy shit that would be perfect but that was not my casting i figured that was too easy of a that was yeah. too much of a cop out but i i couldn't help thinking that would be hilarious yeah let, let me also throw in in terms of our casting choices we decided that we wouldn't be recasting the netflix uh mcu characters such as daredevil and kingpin and punisher because those choices were pretty damn good on their own right Right, and we don't we don't know really at this point if Marvel what what they plan to do with the multiverse and just how much of what's come before they're going to find a way to weave into their existing universe going forward. Right, I definitely think they're going to use the multiverse to figure out okay, how do we bring in these things, which was one of our Wandavision issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one I think we can spoil because that was the one that got us thinking that we should probably. Um, uh, should have been recording is because yeah. there was there was a rumor that Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in the X Men movies, was on the the cast list for Wandavision. So it was just a rumor; yep. nobody's really confirmed it yet. Yep. <laughs> and he goes, "Well, maybe that means they're going to do a multiverse thing that will pull the X Men in." And apparently, I had quite the reaction. <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. I can't wait to get to that conversation a couple weeks from now. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be epic. Uh, so, so based on that, I also decided, and this is not something you and I discussed, but I decided, you know what? The Sony Marvel characters also are not up for recasting in, in on my list. I kind of did the same thing. Okay, good. So like Venom, you know, uh, Carnage, God help us, you know, all of that's already spoken for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there was some some tricky spots where, you know, we also agreed, listen, if someone if a cast is already if, if if a casting choice has already been announced for a character, but we have yet to see that character on screen, that's still that role is already gone. Yeah. So we're not casting, you know, um what's the knight character that um Moon Knight? Uh, Moon Knight. We're not casting Moon Knight. We're not casting any of the Eternals. We're not because that movie. Obviously, those roles are cast, and we just, you know, we haven't seen them yet. Uh, I, I broke. I broke these rules on one character, but okay. I think it'll be okay. Well, I was tempted to break these rules for a character, but I decided not to. And this this character has not. It has not been announced that this character has been cast already. But I'm just assuming, Joe, that this character has been cast already. Okay. Because the character I'm referring to is Mephisto. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just assuming, right, <laughs> based right. on our theories about WandaVision, that Mephisto has indeed been cast already. Right. I could be wrong. All right. Well, shall we shall we gonna jump in with the big the big seven? Yeah, let's do it. Um I I feel like uh, I came to some realizations while trying to figure out this list. And uh, do people know that that Rob has has chimed in with his 
choices well, as well? He, he chimed in on Slack, and so I have them written down, and so I'm going to go and, like, his order is a different than our order, but I'm just going to fish out his order as we go. I can start off by saying that um, he decided to go cosmic. Of course. It, Rob wouldn't be Rob if he didn't. Right, right, exactly. So so his characters all have kind of a cosmic Marvel spit yeah. to them and i love something i actually had we had similar picks for a couple of them so okay so let, let me give you spoilers for my list real quick mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i realized you know marvel characters especially the heroes they feel more every man or every person mm-hmm. right regular mm-hmm. regular person the dc characters feel more mythical Yes. So it was kind of a challenge to think about these actors that have played DC characters because they all feel so mythic to me. Yes, I would agree. So what I ended up doing was casting most of them as Marvel villains. I thought you would. I figured you were either going to go villains or you were going to go X-Men. I went villains. Nice. Yeah. And I have multiple choices for most of these actors, but I think they're the best. I think the the the, the best choices for various Marvel because Marvel villains are epic. Yeah, they really are. So so yeah, that's kind of where I went. So let's jump in. Okay. So um, who did you do for Henry Cavill? Okay, so Henry Cavill, uh, he's one of two or three choices or t- two or three actors on this list that I felt are so versatile. Mm-hmm. that Henry Cavill could go in a number of different directions. There's only a couple other actors that I felt that way about on this list, but he's definitely one of them. So I have a bunch of uh, <laughs> of possibilities for him on my list. Henry Cavill, I feel, I don't know if anyone is aware of Henry Cavill's um, choices or roles before he played Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he was in, um, he was in that Greek, mythology oh right he was in um, sparta no spartan no no um clash of the titans is it Cla- no i don't think it's clash of the titans i want to uh it was directed by the dude who directed the fall um and that movie is let me see here we go it is immortal immortals that's what it is. Okay. Yes. Immortals. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about <laughs> when, cause he was, he was not as jacked in immortals. No, he really wasn't. The movie looked great by the way. I don't think the story really worked, but it looked great. He looked great in it. He really beefed up in order to play Superman. But before mm-hmm. that he's, which I think is probably his more natural physique is he's still cut, but he's really lean. And so with that in mind, I thought he would make a pretty damn good Cyclops. Oh, nice. Um, I had a vision of Henry Cavill in the, in the first act of Superman, or, or sorry, Man of Steel, where I, I, it's a famous shot where he kind of like runs out of freezing water and he's shirtless and he's got all this glorious chest hair mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. got his like Superman in hiding like beard. And I thought that version of Henry Cavill could be beast for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially when he puts on the Clark Kent glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought if he was going to stay massive, but be, be more clean cut, that he would make a great Colossus. 
Yes. And then Although for I feel like he's a little too old at this point, maybe, to play Colossus. Oh, man. You see, so I had an issue with ages as well because I'm yeah, like, well, what are we hard. doing? Are we doing the teenage version of these characters? Or are we doing the, you know, the established version? Uh, and so I also thought for the villain side that he could pull off Dr. Doom. However, I think that really depends on who's playing Reed Richards. Yes, I would agree. Because, you know, if you don't, if you have kind of the more geeky, you know, professor type Reed Richards, then I don't think Henry Cavill is a good choice for Dr. Doom. But that's, that's where my choices kind of were hanging out. Nice. I'm going to, I'm going to read Rob's first because okay. this cracked me up. Because okay. remember, he went cosmic. So he yeah. said, Beta Ray Bill, let's see him act without his good looks, bastard. <laughs> that's a good point. That's Maybe a good point. So hard. <laughs> Where was your choice at, Joe? Um, I thought, you know, we we see him in all of these parts where he's playing Americans, but he's he's British. <laughs> so, um, I I said uh, he should be Captain Britain. Oh my god, that is a perfect choice. Like it, it could be you could you could put him in a starring role. You could put him in like you could make Captain Britain its own thing. Like if you wanted to go that direction, you could bring him into the um, the X Men universe. And the X Men Captain Britain is kind of kind of a a joke. Like they really kind of poke fun at him a lot. And I think he would have fun doing that. I think he would be like because he has this weird goofy streak to him here and there and so i i think i think it would just be a good part for him can i just say we are one casting choice in and i am so jealous of your damn choice <laughs> damn you i hate you damn you you nailed oh. it now look i'm looking up cat and britain marvel and there's a fan pick of henry cavill in his costume yeah Damn it. That is, <laughs> I and I didn't see that pick, but it makes sense to me. That is perfect. God, I'm okay. I'm about to work. <laughs> I'm about to get worked over. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them, some of them I did stretches because my, I'll be honest, mine, except for a, a pick here or there, I only did 10. I didn't do, I didn't do the, the 23 or something like that, that, yeah. uh, that Rob did. But, um, uh, most of mine are, are Avengers. I think Henry Cavill and maybe one or two others didn't actual get actual Avengers. I mean, by the end of this podcast, we're just going to be reading off Rob's choices, which is fine with me. That's right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. Do you, do you want to go next with Gail Godot? Sure. Okay. Who did, who did you pick for her? Okay. So for Gail or gal gall, um, I thought that with her kind of regal quality, she would make a pretty good Jean Grey mm -hmm. if she if she if she was willing to go redhead, right? And for the villain side, I thought she would make a pretty excellent Mystique. Nice, yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, she has this kind of like, especially in Batman versus Superman, she has this kind of sneering quality where she's like really enjoying being like in that battle. Mm -hmm. And I thought she could probably bring that to Mystique and play and give her, you know, um, give her justice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's it because that's a hard part to play. And I don't know that anybody's, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Jennifer Lawrence, but I don't know that anybody's really captured Mystique. No kidding. <laughs> um, 
Because we were sticking with Cosmic for Rob's, Rob said Philavel. And then he said to make Joe happy. I actually didn't know who Philavel is. I was I'm, I'm literally Googling right now. Um she's one of the she's one of the the Mar- Captain Marvel like Marvel characters. Oh. Okay. Um but he also said or Mistress Death. I do feel like we have to have Mistress Death at some point, but we don't have Thanos anymore, so Mistress I don't know if it will have the impact. Yeah, that's a good one, though. I really like that. I almost feel like Mistress Death and Mystique kind of have the same vibe. They really do. They really do. Okay. Where, where was your choice at for this? Um, I went a little oddball on this one, but I think she, again, I think she'd have a lot of fun playing the character, depending on what they decided to do with it. I think she'd make an awesome moon dragon. Ooh. Damn, Joe. All right. I, As you were mentioning, mentioning that kind of sneer that she had, I always feel like, I mean, I always feel like Moondragon's always kind of just hovering on the line of being evil. <laughs> like, would you, yeah. W- would you call Moondragon like, is that, was, is that a, like a second or third tier Avengers character or is that um, X, like a second tier X-Men character? Well, I mean, she's not really an X Men. She's um, she's the bald, the bald woman. Yeah, in, yeah. yeah. And so I would say she's she's kind of like a second or third tier Avenger. But I think she, if you put her in, I think she's probably going to get introduced to us in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm, okay, I really do think we're going to get a Moon Dragon. She might even be the villain in in Guardians of the Galaxy three. I have no idea. Okay. But I, I do think I think she she would fit into the Marvel universe the way the Guardians of the Galaxy do. So right away, where where I feel like we're running into a problem here that I that has to be pointed out, and that is that for such a great comic book superhero actor like Gal Gadot. The, I think the comic book industry has such a dearth of really great, strong female characters. It's fair. That we're already searching. We're already going to, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if we're, if we're saying, Hey gal, we're going to save you. We're going to help you, you know, out here. She's going from wonder woman to like a sec, you know, second and third tier characters. You know what I mean? Well, I I get that, but at the same time, I think when they introduce Moondragon, they're gonna they can't just make her a, a throw off character because right. she's got too many like she's got too much of a presence, and so if you don't make that presence like noticeable, then the, you might as well just not introduce the character. And right. so I feel like if when the, if when they do introduce her, she's gonna either be the villain of the of the movie or she's going to be like, you think she's the villain and she's going to be the major player in whatever movie she's in. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, I was thinking about that too, because it's like, you know, if we're going to entice these actors from the DCEU, we can't, we, you know, they have to have really strong meaty characters to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could also see her. I also kind of was thinking of her as the Jessica drew spider woman. Ooh. Because that's another character. Like that's a character that when they brought her back into the Avengers, um, they made a big deal of it. Yep. 
And so I feel that's another character that she would be really good at. And she would, um, you know, I feel like, I feel like these, these kind of women that just kind of make the universe stop in the Marvel universe. And I feel like both of those roles are, are good. Are we counting, um, the, are we counting the inhumans as cast? <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're going to make her Medusa, because that would be brilliant. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Medusa. Yeah, that would be brilliant. Yeah, I also like the the Spider Woman, Spider Woman or Medusa. I think she would, man, she would knock those out of the park. Absolutely. It's funny. I'm googling uh, best Marvel female characters, and Google has Wonder Woman on that list. That's how that's, that's how much Marvel is hurting for like more female characters yeah um so why don't we why don't we round out the the top three the trinity and then we'll, we'll head to to break yeah that's a good idea all right so so that brings us to uh ben affleck <laughs> okay. who i struggled with dude i was like <laughs> I, I i don't i don't dislike him totally but i i just i feel like he just gives off such a an aura of disdain <laughs> everything he's around that I was just, I don't know how to do this. Okay. Same, uh, same Joe, same Z. Uh, <laughs> so what I said was, so here's the thing, right? I'm, I'm thinking about Ben Affleck and I, like you, I initially really struggled and mm-hmm. in my head, I'm trying to, to, to locate the source of the struggle. What, what is, what is it here? And I'm like, in my head, I was like, okay, He's he's chiseled like a leading man. He's built like a leading man. But and I'm not saying about this him personally because I don't know him personally, but you know, it's just something, a quality that he brings to all of his characters that he plays, all his roles. He's built, he's chiseled like a leading man, but he's kind of whiny. Yeah, he really is. And so it's like, how do that's such a you know odd kind of uh, uh, friction there that he brings. And, and I said out loud, you know, to Rosie, um, geez, I feel like he's a real challenge because, you know, he, he can very easily kind of come off douchey and mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. goes, well, because he is douchey. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, yeah. Okay. And then Joe, like a bolt of lightning, <laughs> please. I wish, I wish I could replay how you just described him. He, he brings, a certain level of disdain mm-hmm. to everything around him. And I thought, Mr. Sinister. Oh, he would be an excellent, would he be, but would he, would he embrace the camp that is Mr. Sinister? I feel like that would be glorious if he did. It, it would be amazing. Like if he, if he could do minister if he was, I would have so much respect for the man if he went full sinister, because that is a that is a rule that has to has to be okay making fun of itself. I how do I put this? Does Mister Sinister <laughs> does Mister Sinister think that he is being extra? I don't think Mister Sinister does. No, but in order to have that level of extra, I mean, you're talking, honestly, you're talking drag queen level extra. Ben Affleck is not in on the joke that is Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know that he can bring the camp and you have, I mean, the man looks like 
a member of KISS. Like, <laughs> you you have to be able to bring the camp. And if he can't bring the camp, I don't. I think it would be wonderful. I would have so much respect for him if he could do it. But I just don't see him putting down his ego enough to play Sinister. <laughs> yeah, I think, see, to me, that that ego is part of it. <laughs> so you know like i you know i don't know i just think that back tattoo man like he's got <laughs> he's got those choices in him uh, uh it, it's definitely, I, like i can see it i can see it i just and i like i said i would be so on board for it i just i just don't know if he'd i don't know if he'd pull it off but i i'd be on board for that one that's the literally the only choice that i have for ben affleck <laughs> um uh, Rob's choice was Wendell Vaughn's Quasar, and I was down for that. Uh, the pre- pre- he put the protector of the universe, but he's been doing it for so long and failed to stop Thanos's destruction of Xandar. Wants to pass on the mantle, but then comes the annihilation wave. Yeah, so he, he's 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 kind of going um, uh, the annihilation storyline in the the comics. I don't know that storyline. I think it's a nihilist. The he's an alien warlord kind of character. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, so, so in the comic books, the first Quasar becomes a villain. No, I don't think so. I think I think he, you know, he wants to pass on the mantle, but then like the annihilation war starts. Oh, got it, got it. And he can't, he can't pass him on. Pass, I got it. it I thought he was like a parallax kind of thing. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I could be wrong. I, that's one of the those older areas that I'm not. I didn't do a lot of co- cosmic, so I'm reaching on some of these to to remember the characters. You know, I feel like Quasar and a lot of the cosmic Marvel heroes. I feel like Marvel's cosmic heroes either come as like this, these like swashbuckling kind of like cowboyish type of characters mm-hmm. or like like uh like peter quill or like you know or they come as like these larger than life kind of mythical beings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i don't think ben affleck is either of those. <laughs> <laughs> well okay so so my pick for him was sentry do you know that character? I do know that character. Yeah, I really and like that I, character. I feel like it's kind of like he's Superman, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of got the feeling that Ben Affleck wanted to be Superman, yeah. but not really. Yeah, I, so, yes. Yeah, so for me, it was kind of like he does have that distance. He really He's not really a team player. He's just kind of better than everybody, and so – He's perfectly fine. Like he understands he has to be an Avenger, but he's not gonna like he's there because he has to be, not because he wants to be. Yeah, I really like that actually. I think uh if if you know Sentry's kind of like origin arc, I feel like it, he's perfect for the second half of that arc. Mm-hmm. And it, it would it would really all hinge on him being able to play the first half of that arc. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I know his second half better than I know his first. Well, it's just the the whole mystery surrounding, you know, he was this amazing, you know, he was Superman, basically. You know what I mean? Like, he was mm-hmm. this. And it's like, if he can nail that, because I think, I think Sentry's character becomes more, his personality becomes more interesting as 
as the character evolved after he was first introduced, you know, mm-hmm. he was part of the Marvel Knights run, right? I remember, um, who wrote him? Oh God. I was really into the Sentry story when it first came out, by the way, I, I snatched those up with a quickness. Uh, yeah, see, I only know him from, from like the Avengers run with Sunspot and Cannonball and all of them. And he was just very distant and kind of showed up when he had to. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, so oh man, this is bringing me back. I really want to. <laughs> I want to go back and read all my Sentry comics now. It, um, so yeah, I don't want to get into the whole Sentry story, but he 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 comes in and he's like this really heroic figure, and then he goes away. Do you remember doesn't, that? Doesn't doesn't he like mind wipe everybody's memory of him? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's like. At one point, he's like a meth addict. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! And and um, I, I hope I'm remembering this correctly, but I'm pretty sure he was like a, a drug addict, and he like breaks into this lab, and like he he drinks this serum, and like that's how he becomes the Sentry, and. Like, it, yeah, it's, I feel like Ben Affleck has that, like, oh God, I feel like we're really talking a lot of shit about Ben Affleck, but um, <laughs> he just, he just has that, like, it's like, you feel like you're supposed to like him, but you don't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, uh, the, the century isn't like, you're right. Like he's not Superman, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He doesn't want to be Superman, but he's kind of like, uh, he, like he's, he's angry where you're like, dude, you don't, you have no reason to be angry. What, what the fuck? Right, like, right. That's, like, <laughs> yes, that, that's it right there. <laughs> what are you mad at? What could you possibly <laughs> be mad at? Like, why are you so angry? Like what happened? <laughs> yeah. Like what is, I'm looking at you at your whole situation and it's all golden. Like what, <laughs> why are you such a douche? You know, like, come on. So yeah, I think that's an inspired choice, actually. Thank you. And now I'm going to be rereading all my Century comics. Later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we started with the big three. Um, we've got a f- I've got seven more to get through, and we've got like I don't know ninety <laughs> to get through on, on Rob's, which is totally fun, and I'm excited <laughs> about it. I don't want to come off as like I'm like oh god, dreading it. I'm not. I just I just like I I had no idea. I didn't even think about going this deep. I'm actually very impressed. <laughs> thanks rob yes thanks rob all right so we'll be back and um and yeah we'll finish up with uh with our choices when toxic culture has you down when you're just looking to laugh and have fun kick back and enjoy watching a video game or just make some new friends it's time to visit the geek to geek media network a community of podcasters streamers and bloggers well more of a family than a community all dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. 
All right, and we're back. Who who are we going to next? Oh man, I just gotta say, I said this off, uh, uh, I would say off camera, but we'd have no cameras. Um, <laughs> the more I think about Ben Affleck as Sentry, man, nailed it. I feel like I'm happy you like that. I was I was pretty yeah. proud of that one. Sentry doesn't want to be Sentry. No, and Sentry does not want to be Sentry. <laughs> I think that's I think that's good casting for Ben Affleck. Um, so moving on, um, Jason Momoa. Yes, is another actor that I only have one entry for him and Ben Affleck were the only two that I said this one and that's it moving on. Uh, And I love Jason Momoa, but I just couldn't, couldn't see him in as, as anything other than Sabretooth. Oh, he would make a very good Sabretooth. Yeah. Not make an excellent Sabretooth, not, you know, early Fox X-Men movie Sabretooth. No. No, but like the actual Creed, you know, from the yeah. comics. Yeah. Short hair, short spiky hair, saber tooth. Yeah. I think he would be great. He was actually like, he was in a werewolf movie. I don't know if you've seen that. It's like, what? I think, I think it's called Wolf or something like that. Um, what? Yeah. I had, are you serious? Jason I'm dead Moore. serious. I'm, I'm going to look it up real fast for you. I love Jason Momoa and I love werewolves. So this is why do I not know this? Wolves, twenty fourteen. I'm having a drink and checking that out later. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a good movie. I'm just going to prepare you for it. It's not a good movie. Hence the but drink. It is, yes, it is Jason Momoa though. So there you go. Yeah, but you yeah. know, I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I, my best friend and I were in Hollywood and decided to watch um, the new Jurassic Park movie. I think it was a Jurassic World. Uh-huh. And we happened to end up in one of those theaters that has a full bar. Nice. Best decision ever to watch Jurassic <laughs> World with some whiskey. We had so much fun. Uh, it was one of the best comedies released that year, we thought. <laughs> so that's why whenever you know I plan to watch a movie that is probably not going to be that great, I'm like, oh, we're adding alcohol to that for sure. The number of people that said, I don't get the, I didn't get the Jurassic Park franchise. Why would you keep opening the park if every time somebody goes in, they get eaten? And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, I understand now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. All right. So Jason Momoa for me is Sabretooth. Yeah. I think, I think just, just to get you through the wolves, um, think of him as auditioning for Sabretooth in that movie. And I think it'll be okay for you. That's great. Especially because Jason Momoa is so damn tall and massive yeah. and Wolverine should be a runt. Yes. So that, you know, th- them playing off each other, if Wolverine is cast right, I think would be excellent. Yes, I agree. Um, I like, I like Rob's pick, Jason Momoa, Terax, former Herald of Galactus, big angry guy with an ax. Oh, Dude. And that is that is epic for me, and I appreciate his I appreciate his choice, and I appreciate your choice. But there is only one character that Jason Momoa should play in the Marvel Universe. If he isn't already cast in this role, then it's a shame. Jason Momoa needs to be Hercules. All right, you're bringing that Avengers love. I, but forget about the Avengers love. He needs to be Hercules in a Thor or Guardians of the Galaxy movie with Thor because there is no reason we cannot – like th- the world needs Jason Momoa and Chris Hemsworth just doing their thing together. Yeah, this is cool. I'm looking at pictures of Hercules right now. That is totally 
doable for Jason Momoa. Uh, like, like in my mind, Jason Momoa now is when I when I realize that that would be the perfect role for him. Like you, I am going to be disappointed with anybody else they cast in that role. So, so okay, Hercules is one of those characters that's part of the uh, what's it called? Uh, 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 something domain. Um, Public domain. Public domain, right? So, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and because of that, I mean, DC has their own Hercules. Uh, lots of people have done their take on Hercules. What is what is this take on Hercules for Marvel? Like, what is his personality for those of us that aren't that familiar with this character? It is, let's drink and beat people up. Like, oh. it is. it is literally, let's just drink and beat people up. Like Thor. Like Thor. That's like, why the two of them should just be thrown into a room together and Right. That like like that's that's how the character should be introduced. They meet in a bar, they knock each other, you know, all over the place, and then you like pan out to the outside of the bar where you just hear chaos. Got and it. then and then it says something like three hours later, and they come walking out, like hugging each other, arms over each other, drinking beer. So he's gonna appeal. He's like, uh, like Thor without the growth, without the personal growth. Yes, but I mean, his is his is more the the love of adventure. Like his whole mo is, we need to go out and be heroic, and the way we go be heroic is by saving damsels and drinking mead and like. He's as close to actual Hercules, like mythical Hercules, as I have seen in any of these properties. Got it. Sorry, Kevin Sorbo, not Hercules. No, no. Okay, yeah, this is, I mean, just based on the visuals alone, I'm like, yeah, Momoa can knock this out of the park. Yeah. And and funny, I'm looking at pictures of uh, of Rob's, uh, choice Terax, and I didn't realize that Marvel had a, a dark side character <laughs> look alike. <laughs> I'm pretty it, sure he came around before Dark Side, too. Maybe. Oh, not. wow. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I know everyone's like, oh, Thanos is like, you know, the Marvel Dark Side, but this character, Terax, actually looks just like Dark Side. Mm-hmm. That's and I mean, Hercules has been part of the Avengers since 1967. So this is not, this is not like digging deep into like he's been a, an Avenger for a very, very long time. Yeah. 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 You're, you're like, your touchstone is that because you've been a, a fan for so long, I feel like is like the George Perez Avengers, like where he yes. draws a million characters. Every I loved his run. I loved those <laughs> issues where the cover was just every Avenger that ever existed. Yeah. Yeah. And see my, my touchstone for both the Avengers and the justice league are like the core, like five or six characters that make up like the most popular characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, for me, it's like they've they've come up with even the bad characters have had amazing moments that right. if you do them, if you if you give them the right storyline to fit in, yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. I like all these choices. This is fun. We need to do more <laughs> of this. <laughs> um. So next up, I had Ray Fisher. Okay. Um. You want to you want to go with yours or do you want to switch it up? This is my note for Ray Fisher. I just said, dude is regal, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to switch it up. Okay, so so uh, Rob and I actually had the same character for this one. 
Oh. Yeah, so so he put Nova, Richard Ryder, last survivor after the destruction of Xandar, military survivor's guilt metaphor mixed with the responsibility to preserve the world mind based on post-annihilation comics. And you had the same character. I had the same. I thought he would make an excellent Nova. I mean, it, there's a little bit of, of race change there, but I, I don't think that that's a problem. Like, there's right. no reason why Richard Ryder has to be white. Without knowing Rob's motivations for choosing Nova, did yours line up or what? Why did you go with Nova? Um, because he was a younger character that had seen a lot of shit. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of, and that's kind of why I, so I kind of think that there's some crossover there. So I also had Nova for him. Oh my God. Okay. So then we just (laughs) need to write to Marvel and make this a thing. Yeah. But I also. Based on my dude is regal note, like I just kept thinking like Ray Fisher's like, like he would, I don't know if he's ever done this, but he would probably totally kill like some Shakespearean dialogue. Like I feel like Ray Ray Fisher is just, you know, he has that range. And so I thought like leader, I thought like lots of, you know, um, nobility. I thought he would be a good Cyclops. Mm -hmm. Um, Depending on your take on Angel, I feel like he could do Angel justice. No, that would be really cool. And for a villain, I thought based on, you know, what I just described him as, I think he could do Magneto justice. And then we had said we wanted to see uh, a black Magneto. Exactly. That would be a really good translation of the character into a more modern day. Exactly. I love that choice. I think his defiance, I think his, you know, his, uh, uh, just the way he carries himself. I think Magneto would be a great role for him. I love that choice. But yeah, but I had Nova on that list as well. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if, if we're going to go X-Men route, I, I definitely say Magneto, but the fact that three of us said Nova says something. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to happen again. Probably not. <laughs> so uh, next up, I had Ezra Miller. Uh-huh. Um, you know, interesting, with Ezra Miller and with another actor on this list, I made a long list and I didn't get to all of them, um, but... Uh, Ezra Miller and Amber Heard was the other DC actor that I thought, will Marvel even want to go near these actors with some of the issues that they've had off screen, you know, mm-hmm. like some of the controversy and stuff. I don't know that they would necessarily want to cast Ezra Miller or Amber Heard, but uh, since we got to go with the main six um, of Justice League, I have now Ezra Miller's interesting because unlike Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gail Gadot, um, Jason Momoa, these are older people. They seem more established. They're mm-hmm. they're able to stand into those more mythical roles, like we talked about what, what DC characters usually are. Mm-hmm. Ezra Miller, I think, rightfully so, was cast as the Flash because he's younger and because he he does kind of bring some of that every person quality with him, right? Right, right. So I was thinking. Uh, and, and these are all takes, these are all versions that he could go. Um, I didn't have him as a match for a villain, but I thought he could do human torch justice. Oh, definitely. And I really thought he'd be great as nightcrawler. I could see that. I could definitely see that. 
Um, the only other note I had for Ezra Miller, which was challenging for me, uh, is that I thought he was too young to play Green Goblin. The, yeah, but he could play he could play like Norman Osborn's son. Oh, that's right. He could play Harry. Yeah. Oh, he would make a great Harry. I didn't think about yeah. that shit. Cause because here's the thing. Here's how I got to Green Goblin. Is I I I literally Googled who is Marvel's Joker? <laughs> because I thought Ezra Miller could pull off Joker, but I'm like, that's still a DC character. So right, like, right, right. Who is Marvel's Joker? And Green Goblin came up, and I thought, oh, he's too young for that. And so that was mm-hmm. my note. So I, I'm eager to hear your your and Rob's choices for Ezra Miller. Rob's choice is Dark Hawk, which I think is kind of interesting. Kid from New York who gets yanked into a world of intergalactic politics and assassinations. Is or Dark Thane, Hawk? the only surviving son of Thanos. Is Or who? Thane, the only surviving son of Thanos. Is Darkhawk the one with the armor? Yeah. Okay, I remember Darkhawk. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool costume, though. Yeah, He's really cool costume. Kind of Falcon vibes, right? Yeah, definitely Falcon, but like okay. like Falcon meets meets Iron Man a little bit. Yeah, I don't know Thane. I don't know Thane either, because again, I don't do a lot of the Galactus. I mean, the Galactic. Oh, looking at pictures of Thane, that's a great choice by Rob. Yeah, totally. He looks kind of like petulant son of Thanos. That's a that's a. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. Who was your choice for Ezra Miller? I he's one of the only ones I did not cast as an X-Men. Okay. And that's that I mean sorry, no, I did not cast it as an Avenger. Oh, that is, oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is because I I think he would make an excellent speedball. Oh, he would make an excellent speedball. Especially because have you seen I, I know you're not necessarily a huge Harry Potter fan, but have you seen um fantastical beasts and where to find them no okay so he plays a character in there that's just dark just dark like really dark and um and the whole thing with speedball is in the comics he's the only one who survives the the new warriors going and taking on nuke when they Mm. blow up the school Mm. and that's what causes the registration the um civil war uh, registration act to happen. Oh shit! Speedball is one of those characters that I knew from collecting the Marvel trading cards before I knew from the comics. Mm-hmm. And then he popped up in my Spider-Man comics a bunch, and I yeah. really liked his character. And I thought, and I think Ezra Miller would be a great at that role. Well, especially because he becomes penance because he feels so bad about he goes to jail for it he goes oh, to jail shit. for the whole like and he goes real dark oh i did not know that yeah because the the whole thing is is the 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 supervillain nuke who just basically has powers to blow up and, right. and like re reassemble himself right he right. blows up a school and kills a whole bunch of kids and that's because that was Jesus. the yeah that was when the new warriors were a reality television show okay and so they chased him and he went into the school and blew the school up and all the new warriors died except for speedball. And not only did they arrest speedball for endangerment, 
and I think involuntary manslaughter, but that's what launched the whole civil war, um, hero registration act. Hmm. That reminds me a little bit of kingdom come where they, where they accidentally, uh, break captain Adams containment suit. Mm -hmm. That's also dark. (laughs) Very very dark. (laughs) Yeah. I think Ezra Miller would be able to do like the full range. That is speedball. The very funny, silly, goofy spider-man-esque type character but then also penance Mm -hmm. who's like trying to atone for this horrible horrible incident oh yeah yeah for sure i'm surprised you didn't go with an x-men character you haven't really cast many x-men characters no i couldn't because my mind like i couldn't cast all of them so i just couldn't (laughs) cast any of them (laughs) of course joe oh my (laughs) god you're like the x-men is a team unit damn it Exactly. It's like I wasn't like I couldn't I couldn't pick and choose because right. I felt like I would be for I feel I feel if we're going to do an X-Men casting, we have to cast for the X-Men instead of putting X-Men onto right preset preset actors. Right, because each casting choice affects the other. Exactly. So, yeah, I get it. Where all of these can be dropped into a a, a Marvel Universe movie and not affect anybody else. <laughs> so we've got six down. Um, I know where my list went next. Where does your head go next after the first? Um, I went to um, Amy Adams was my next person. Okay. I have choices for – I have picks for Amy Adams. Okay. Who's your pick for Amy Adams? Well, my immediate pick was Sue Storm. That would be good. And as I went down my list, I went, oh, duh, Jean Grey. That would also be good. And then I stopped there. <laughs> well, um, Rob put the goddess, which is the good split of um, Adam Warlock. Good lord, Rob is going so deep on these. He's going real deep. Well, he went cosmic, so. right? I mean, which that, yeah, I mean that that's smart because Marvel is focusing. That's one of the areas that they're focusing on expanding their universe. So sure, right? It makes sense. So I like that. I like that pick. And I, I Ray, talk about being able to. You know, back when we had to collect individuals and they weren't like, we're going to turn everything into a trade paperback. Mm. I was missing the last issue of Infinity Crusade forever. And I could never finish it because I couldn't find the last, find the last friggin' issue. It drove me nuts. <laughs> so finally, finally, like a decade later when they released the trade paperback, I finished th- that storyline. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So frustrating. But anyway, so that's that's the goddess. My pick, I went completely different direction. My problem is, is that she is on the older side of the actors and actresses that we have to work with. Is she? Yeah, she's in her mid-40s, which okay. is not old. I'm in my mid-40s. Like, it's not old. Right, maybe right. Just, maybe I'm just fooling myself. Um, but um, I, I didn't feel like she would fit in a role that was younger. So I was like, well, how do we cast her in something modern? And she's the one that I broke the rules for because both of these characters have existed in non movie productions of yes. So I would, and again, I'm only going, I'm trying to stay, I'm trying to stay with Avengers. I figure she could either be Patsy Walker's Hellcat. And kind of play it as a a yeah. model who's who's not 
a model anymore because she's kind of aged out of the the profession. Yeah. And and but gets into this whole superhero thing and loves it, which we saw in Daredevil. No, in yeah. Je- Jessica Jones. Yeah, we saw her in Jessica Jones. So yeah. I was like, yeah, she's already been cast, but I'm going to I'm going to do this anyway. Mm-hmm. And then the other one who's already been cast, but another really cool way is it's always kind of bugged me that they put Mockingbird in Agents of Shield. Why? <laughs> because I love the dynamic between between her and Hawkeye. Um, and they put in a new character to kind of fill in for Hawkeye because they couldn't have Hawkeye. Right. But and, – and that's the one thing that's bugged me the most about the Marvel Universe's Hawkeye is that he's this family man that's so not Hawkeye in the – I still love the character and I love Jeremy Reynolds' portrayal of him. But what if you brought her in as Hawkeye's ex – like before he had the family before Ooh. and, and so they have this history, um, a nice replacement for the black widow because they would play off of each other. They have yeah. a different dynamic, but they still have that history. Yeah. And I was I like, like, it would that. be a way to introduce, um, Mockingbird into the Marvel universe without disrupting what they've already done with Hawkeye. Yeah. So, that's great. I like the idea of the of the former, you know, lover coming in and that creating that dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and like full on ex wife, like th- that that makes his kids and his current wife like the second marriage. And I, I feel like yeah. that gives that character a little bit more depth. Totally, totally. Couple of things here that I, I, I feel uh, are are kind of coming through in your choices. One. You, your heart is set on a younger, almost like teenage X-Men for, to start the MCU with. Yes. <laughs> um, and well, two- you're, and I, I have a reason for that. I have a reason for that because right now there are no mutants in, there, there are no mutants in the Marvel universe as far as we know. Right. So you have to come up with a reason why there are mutants. And if it's a relatively new reason, you're not going to have older mutants. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's, that's why I struggled with, with young X-Men. And two, another thing that I'm noticing is that DC really went a particular route with their choices Mm -hmm. to cast older, more established versions of their heroes. Right. Right? Like, that's clear. Where our our Marvel Universe characters have all kind of aged with the franchise. Yes. Yes, exactly. So that's pretty interesting. I think that's another thing that doesn't get talked about often, but it's another thing that separates Marvel's approach versus DC's approach. Yeah. Um, Okay. So after uh, my, my next choice after... Ezra Miller, my brain went to uh, Margot Robbie. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna be mad at me for the one I picked. Oh, say, shit. You're gonna say I'm going too deep and and not giving them their due, but I I like my yeah man. I mean, we gotta you know, there's some juicy roles that Marvel has yet to introduce or to 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 you know include in their universe. So I'm like. We got we to gotta find people for these roles. And I know I've reused a bunch of roles, but my thinking is like 
these are possibilities, you know? Right, right, right. Um, for Margot Robbie, definitely Sue Storm is a lock. I just think it would be a different take on Sue Storm, but it would be a fun take. How would it be a different take? I feel like I feel like Sue Storm is often cast as kind of the goody goody in the Marvel universe. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily the way they have to go with her. I'm just saying that tends to be the the characterization of that character. Interesting. Mar- Margot Robbie doesn't usually play the goody goody. She usually even even when she's playing somebody who's wholesome, it's the it's the character who's wholesome but has that little edge to them. I that you just described Sue Storm to me. Really? She's wholesome but she has that edge to her. Well, if, okay, if they if they make Margot Robbie, Sue Storm, then they're going to have to make her uh, malice at some point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you just have to go there then. For sure. I wouldn't go there with anybody else, but Margot Robbie could pull it off and still make both characters believable. And I think, honestly, I think she's one of, if not the best actor on this list. I I agree with that. So I'm like, yeah, she can pull that. She can pull off you know, a type that she hasn't played yet. You know what I mean? Easily, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my other choice for Margot Robbie, uh, and this might be a little controversial, is I thought if we were willing to disregard gender, she would make a good Craven the Hunter. Oh, I love that choice. Yeah. Oh, I think that's brilliant. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am all for that. I think she, speaking of that malice that you're talking about. Oh, she would be so, because I honestly, whatever we cast her in, I don't want her to be Harlequin. No, <laughs> I don't want her to be Harlequin. I want her to be something completely different. And I feel like that would be as different as you could possibly go. Especially because Craven the hunter, it's in his name. You know, he, he's he's an old character. Mm-hmm. He's the macho, you know, guy who wants to, you know, respects nature, but, you know, wants to, to dominate and wants to hunt mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, considers himself the, uh, the alpha predator. Right. It's so a totally I, different take on that concept. I ex- love it. Exactly. Yeah. So that, those are my choices for Marco Robbie. Um, Rob put Nova, the female one, yep. the, the, the fiery glowy one. Yep. I could totally um, see that. Frankie Ray of earth becomes Galactus Herald of Herald for a time. So I think that would be fun that I would like to see that. Cause I, again, I, Marco Robbie is one of those people that I, f- I, f- when I watch her playing a role, I feel like she's having fun playing that role. Yep. And not a lot of actors give off that vibe. And I think that that's kind of the the enthusiasm that that character needs. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I think it's a great choice. My choice for Margot, and this is where you're going to be, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump my track for a second. But you're, I think you're gonna criticize me for this because if you thought Moon Dragon was too too second or third tier for Gal <laughs> Gadot, you're not gonna like this one. I I went. I thought she could also do Hellcat, just the younger version of that model. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would love to see her as Tigra. Oh, I know Tigra. Yeah, 
I can see that. She was in my West Coast Avengers comics. Yes. <laughs> and you know how I love the West Coast Avengers. I think, yeah. I think she, again, she's got that, oh, oh, my God, I love being a superhero. This is so much fun. Yeah. And that I just felt like that kind of enthusiasm was perfect for the character. And I would like to see that character get some love in the movies, like when they eventually bring her in. Yeah. It's going to be tough with with Cheetah having been in, in Wonder Woman 84 now. God, that was so bad. God, that was so bad. But you know what I mean? Like it's it, they're gonna. They're, I want. They're probably gonna want some distance. I'm. Well, who's who? Who's to say? Because they had Quicksilver, literally Quicksilver. <laughs> right, 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 right. At right. the same time as another literal Quicksilver, you know, in in another. Yeah, time. you can do different takes. It, it, it's fine. So, but but knowing that that wasn't a great, you know, that's not my favorite of my choices on this list. I did. I'm gonna. I'm gonna veer off for a second and say I did cast. The Thunderbolts with with DC actors. Oh, cool! And so this this is my um, my my list for them, real quick. I think Ray Fisher would be a fun Atlas slash Goliath. Mm-hmm. I think Ezra Miller would be a fun Mock V slash Beetle. Yeah, I like that. Um, pairing him with Songbird slash Screaming Mimi, and that's where I would put. Margot Robbie. Margot, yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like I feel like having her up against the Beetle, who who's kind of a geek, mm-hmm. and but they they still end up falling in love. I feel like it's just a fun thing that I really enjoy watching. Yeah, I have uh, Gal Gadot as meteorite slash moonstone, which I think is a character that I am ready to see in the Marvel universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> So um, I would love that. And then Techno brings us to somebody we haven't talked about yet, which is uh, Techno slash The Fixer. I'd love to see is Jared Leto. Okay. Who I feel like is the most next logical person in this step. Before we move on, who's your Baron Zemo? Well, he's already been cast. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, he's already right. been cast. And that's why I'm a little disappointed because oh. he didn't do much in <laughs> he didn't do much in Civil War. I mean, you're he did, right. but you're right. You know, but you know, uh, apparently Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna give us proper Zemo, which is good. If we get proper Zemo from that, then I I I think he'll he'll translate well over to um, a Thunderbolts later on. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to say about Marco Robbie slash. Uh, Tigra before we move on to mm. uh, Jared Leto is Tigra's costume is literally a bikini. Yes, they would need to fix that. Oh God, please. Literally a string bikini, a black string bikini. And she's, she's a superhero. Yeah. Fighting, fighting villains, warrior in battles. Right. String bikini. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto Leto um Oh man. So I feel like I have a bunch of um a, a bunch of kind of uh uncontroversial takes for this guy. He's another he's another great actor, I think, along with Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I also have him down. He could do a more I think he could do a more uh, uh conventional take on Craven. Mm-hmm. Um I think he could pull off a Norman Osborne. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could 
probably pull off a Nightcrawler just because of the, the his physicality, his 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 physical appearance. You know, I think he could pull off Nightcrawler. Yeah, I'd buy that. I have him as a non CGI Silver Surfer. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there because he was my pick for Silver Surfer. Oh, and he was, and he was Rob's pick for Silver Surfer. Oh, it happened again. Yes, let's talk about that before I give my other takes. Well, first let me let me tell you what Rob put. Rob put the Silver Surfer, and he has a point coming up, which disappoints me. Uh, let him flex and be one of the most guilt-ridden beings in the universe. <laughs> That's perfect. Have you heard of his band, 30 Seconds of Mars? His emo emo band? That's perfect. Yes. And he goes, and then he says, oh, fuck. Isn't he already Mobius? Is that Marvel Marvel proper? Shit. That's literally what he wrote. And I have to agree. Like, he disqualifies himself. Yeah, that's true. He's already a Marvel character. God damn it. Leave it it to Jared Leto to disqualify himself. You're absolutely Right. 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 Why did you why did you uh go towards Silver Surfer? Because I mean I am not a fan of people who go method. <laughs> but if you're gonna go method, then I don't think the Silver Surfer is an easy character to play convincingly. So let's give somebody who goes method a little bit of a, a try at it and see how they do. Yeah. Only I mean, yeah, totally. And so Oh, man, you're right. Rob, thank you. I totally didn't realize that Jared Leto might be the only person on this list that is already in the Marvel Universe proper. There is one more. I'm going to throw him in there because Rob uh, had a character for him, but he has also disqualified himself because he put Zachary Levi as Janice Vell, which is legacy, um, engineered son of the original Marvel, trying to live up to the legacy, but there's already a new Captain Marvel out there. Got it. But you, you can't cast Zachary Levi because he was already uh, Fendral the uh, – uh, what's the character's Shit, that's right, in Thor. The, the Fendral the Dashing in Thor. I also had some choices for Zachary Levi, but none of them were very inspired, I thought. Oh, um, I, I wasn't I wasn't getting anything for him, and then I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some Zachary Levi interviews, and I was like, oh good. Oh, he, he's already in the Marvel universe, I don't have to cast him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but Jared Jared Leto, since you know, he he's already canceled himself out, but oh man, I was so looking forward to this conversation. Because when I see Jared Leto, and and I know he's done a lot good things in his career and he's got an Oscar and everything. I, the first thing I think is Jordan Catalano. I don't know for, for any other, um, my so-called life fans out there that grew up in the nineties. That's, <laughs> that's just, he's Jordan Catalano. And, and, you know, he played this, this, uh, hunky kind of broy kind of jokey, not jokey, hunky, broy, romantic, kind of um you know really performative uh per- performatively deep but not fake like fake deep because he's just mm-hmm. so hot that you know he gets girls to believe he's really deep and really romantic and i just thought how could he not play gambit oh <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> yes <laughs> so i'm really yes. sad i'm really sad joe that he's canceled out yeah, he's canceled because I think that's the best Gambit <laughs> choice we've ever had. Jordan Catalano is Gambit. Come on. Oh, my God. But you do realize what you just did. 
Oh no. <laughs> did I? <laughs> yes, you did. Um so, at a week ago, Heroic Hollywood C. Channing Tatum suited up as X-Men's Gambit in New Pick. No, not a week ago. No. Yes, January 24th, 2021, new artwork shows Channing Tatum suiting up as the iconic X-Men character Gambit for the big screen. It's only a matter no. of time, and I am not kidding you. <laughs> oh my god, I thought we were safe. Um... It is terrible. Oh, God, this is so bad. Oh, my God, Ray. Oh, God damn it. I'm sending it to you right now in please, chat. Please oh, my send God. Oh, my God. This is wonderful. One week ago, C. Channing Tatum suited up as the X-Men's Gambit in this new pick. It's on Instagram. Oh God. <laughs> so bad. I put it, I will put it in, I will put it in the show notes on, uh, oh, God. <laughs> it, it says if Channing Tatum doesn't play Gambit in the MCU, I will be unbelievably, disa- unbelievably disappointed, but either way, I can't wait to see Gambit in the Marvel uh, cinematic universe. Which X-Men do you want to see in the MCU? And that's from Savage Comics. Wow. Just a week I, ago, my friend. Just a week ago. I, I really thought we were safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, anyway. It's the, it is the running gag of this podcast that never stops giving. It just never stops giving. Like it's always, it's always a joy to look up the antics of Channing Tatum and his hopes to be Gambit. Yeah, it makes me sad that we'll never get a Jared Leto Gambit, a, yeah. ga- a Jared Leto Remy, Remy Labou. Well, we might. I mean, we don't know what they're doing with Morbius. You know, <laughs> if if Chris Evans can play Captain America and uh, a Human Torch, then you know maybe there's some hope. <laughs> all right so then the, my last um we, we said jared leto was the silver surfer so that was my last pick except for a, i did have one last one i had chris pine so did i okay so who did you put chris pine as uh i thought chris pine and this i alluded to these characters i alluded to this character earlier and i thought that um Chris Pine would make an excellent either Reed Richards okay. or Dr. Doom. Oh, because, interesting. Because I thought, you know, as I said earlier, those characters really depend on each other. Mm-hmm. And I think Chris Pine has the acting chops to pull off Dr. Doom. Very few do, but I think he does. But likewise, I think he could also make a good Reed Richards. Interesting. Yeah. that w- Those are my choices for Chris Pine. Okay. Um, I really like Rob's pick. Because he picked him for Adam Warlock. And he said, Adam Warlock, because he's pretty and can pull off forehead jewelry, which made me laugh so hard. <laughs> um, and then also the Magus, which is the evil purged form of Warlock, so he could rationally control the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, I know Adam Warlock. Okay, so I- Adam Warlock, what, what he's talking about is, is at one point Adam Warlock needed to he was going to control the. It was in the Infinity yeah. 
gauntlet story, he he purged himself of all good and all evil and made himself true neutral so that he could like use the infinity gauntlet without being corrupted. Yeah. But then Infinity War was all about the Magus, who was the evil side of Warlock, and he pulled out all these evil forms of all the superheroes. It's kind of awesome. And then the goddess we talked about as Amy Adams earlier mm. um, was the good, the almost the 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 negative side of total good. Okay. Um, in Infinity Crusade, so I I love I love that take. It's definitely a deep dive because I mean. Adam Warlock automatically is a deep dive, but then when you yeah. go into Megas and Goddess, I don't see Chris Pine with all that hair. <laughs> I feel well, like we could, we could do twenty twenty one Adam Warlock. That's <laughs> so true. Seventies of all. That's Adam true. Warlock. I see more of like a Matthew McConaughey as Adam Warlock with all that hair, with all that seventies hair. Maybe, maybe I could kind of see that. <laughs> um, I have him. I have him as Black Knight. Oh wait, isn't that character already cast? Did they? Did they? Ca- oh my god, I'd be so happy if they did. They cast um, Game of Thrones actor as Black Knight. In what movie? In Eternals. How did I miss that? Or maybe how did I forget that? I don't know how you forgot that. Are you looking it up right now? I am looking it up right now. Yeah, man. It's brought together, uh, Kit Harrington. I didn't realize. I didn't even associate him with the the Eternals. He's awesome. in the Eternals. Cool. So so and and people made a big deal about uh, not a big deal, but like okay. I, so, so Game of Thrones fans were excited because Richard Madden has already been had already been cast as one of the Eternals, and with Kit Harrington announced as Black Knight. Uh, it's kind of a Game of Thrones reunion mm-hmm. for them. Um, people also commented on how Black Knight is uh, very similar to uh, the Jon Snow character that Kit Harrington played on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I'm not that familiar with the Black Knight character and and why it has you why he has you confused that he would be in Eternals. So can you the the Avengers buff, can you talk to us more about this Black Knight character? See, I know him more from his little short run on Heroes for Hire. And I okay. guess I guess thinking about it, I think he did have a whole thing with Cersei. So that makes sense, I guess. Um so yeah, now that I think of it, that's obviously why they pulled him in because he's gonna have some sort of relationship with Cersei. But I I don't know. He's he's he real like when you talk about third tier characters, yeah, he's real deep. Even though okay. he's he's been he's been in the Avengers <laughs> since the the late sixties as well. Hmm. It says here the Black Knight was rumored to show up in Avengers Endgame. And while that didn't happen, he seem- he is seemingly now on the way for real. Fans had a long time to familiarize themselves with Jon Snow. And with Dane Whitman coming soon to the MCU, it seems like a worthwhile endeavor to set an early start on getting to know Kit Harington's Black Knight. Um, Dane Whitman is not the first Black Knight. So what is the Black Knight? What is that character? Um, It's a lot of like... Camelot myth and Morgan Le Fay and Merlin and that kind of stuff. Mm. And so he's got this 
I believe he's got a sword that if he draws blood with it, he becomes evil. Mm. If you know, it's anybody who's a huge Black Knight fan, please um, update me if I'm wrong. But he's he's kind of this person who's inherited a legacy that he doesn't quite know what to do with. Is my my take on the character? So, is there any connection to the Green Knight in the stories about the Green Knight? As well, like are these like all knights that are named after different colors and shit? If there are, I have I don't remember. I I think I mean if you look at the original Black Knight, who was a bad guy, he looks like the guy from Monty Python. Like he's got the big can on the head. Okay, kind of look. Because I'm I'm reading here that the Black Knight is a character that goes back centuries. Maybe that's just in the Marvel comics. But the Green Knight is a is a Welsh I think character that dates back to like 14th century. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. So I'm wondering if the Black Knight is also one of those kinds of stories or not. Um, um, I don't think they use him that way. I, I think I think that's what the character is based on, but I don't think that that's how they use them. Uh, Dane Whitman, this is Wikipedia. Dane Whitman is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books, published, blah, blah, blah. The third character to bear the Black Knight name. Mm. Um, Black Knight's love connection to the Eternals. Dane Whitman is not an Eternal, uh, but he has had intimate interactions with one of them and that was who you said cersei it's cersei okay he's uh he infiltrated the masters of evil and helped mm-hmm. the avengers to defeat them mm-hmm. he later helped to free okay so we got Ma- we got eternals connection we got masters of evil connection and later he helped free the avengers from the thrall of kang the conqueror and he was also part of the defenders which is all like the mystical weirdness group right so we got a lot of connections to what marvel is is has in the works yeah okay interesting see i was still holding out hope that the black knight was a fake out and we were really getting to see him as wolverine (laughs) (laughs) no i still i still think um what's his name It, it was blessed by the the mighty hugh jackman i think it needs to be uh, the guy from Venom. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, that would be pretty great as well. Yeah. Um, okay, so you had Chris Pine as Black Knight. Yeah, so if I can't do that, I'm I'm revising, and I'm going to throw him in as Wonder Man. People say Ooh. that Nathan Fillion was Wonder Man, but I'm not sold on that. I think it was a – I think that's going to get retconned out. Interesting. When was when was Nathan Fillion Wonder Man? Um, I'm trying to remember. It was in. It was like a just a one off second long scene. In what? Um, I'm looking it up. Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Oh. Okay, in part two, right? Yes. Holy shit. Why would you do that, James Gunn? Why would you just... that? Because Wonder Man is such a major character, I feel like. Yeah, especially now that we're diving into um, the the whole WandaVision stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's probably going to get retconned out, that that's not really, that's not really him. Or if it was, yeah. it was just a... A stand yeah. in or something yeah 
Dang, that's pretty crazy. So yeah, so if I if I can't if I can't have him as the Black Knight, then I will have him as Wonder Man. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, there's I know Rob has a bunch more casting choices, right? Yeah. So why don't we go down his casting okay. choices and then um, and then anytime you have a, a casting because I'm I'm done. That was that was it for me. Um, but anytime you have one that he's mentioned that you have, you can throw them in there. So yeah, has, I only have one more. Okay, who's your other one? Dwayne Johnson. Okay, and who do you have him as? And and that was iffy because we've known for a long time that he's famously cast as Black Adam, but we have yet to see him as Black Adam. Right, right. Um, I had him as either uh, Beast. Okay. Uh, again, Colossus. Okay. Uh, again, Craven. If you wanted to go that direction with that character, the more it would be more a cl- very good Craven. Right, a more classic depiction of that character. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also thought. Um, he could pull off Dr. Doom, although I don't know he could pull off the uh, – I felt like he had the bombastic personality to pull off Dr. Doom, but not really the you know super genius on the equal of Reed Richards. Right, right, right. Uh, I thought he could do a recast Apocalypse as well. Yeah, he could. I could see that. So those are my choices for Dwayne Johnson. So um, Rob's pick for, for Dwayne Johnson was Gladiator. Power based on his self-confidence, which is going to suck for everyone because like all his recent roles, he's just going to play himself and everyone loves him. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I like that choice. Man, Rob's got some – both of you have some really good choices that I didn't even – like were not on my radar. Well, it's funny because we all went different directions. You went X-Men and villains. I went like Avengers. remaining Avengers and he went cosmic. So all three of us went in different directions. And if you've stuck with us this long, I'm just going to throw out there. You can send your picks for the next 10 years and we'll throw them in there. Like <laughs> We will put them in shout outs because I, yeah. this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so knowing that we all kind of went in different directions, I think the times that we overlapped is even more significant. (laughs) Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So for Will Smith, he has the super scroll. Scroll ever because he's the best scroll ever. Will Smith could put off Reed Richards. I feel like. Yeah, he could. Reed Richards can't be young. He can't be this like kid. No. Reed Richards has, you know, graying temples. <laughs> he needs to. He needs to be established. Yeah, right. I I agree with that. And 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 yeah. So I think I think Will Smith would make a good Reed Richards. I would agree. Um, Jai Courtney Morg, another former Herald of Galactus and rival to Terax. It was a whole thing. <laughs> I I almost cast Jai Courtney, and I almost picked. A character also for um, Joel Kinnaman, and right. I just I just feel like these are they're both Suicide Squad members, by the way. I, I just felt like they're not really that well known actors, right? Like I just you know I feel like they're they're still kind of in that you know uh, faceless kind of like not really recognizable sphere where like they could be anybody. Like you could you could cast them as anybody. I felt like. Right. So if I had to cast him for somebody, did you, do you, did you have somebody you would have cast him as? No, no, I didn't really d- dive into that one. 
All right. If I'm sticking, if I'm, cause I, I actually like Jack Hurtney. I think he's, he's pretty funny and I enjoy him in the few things I've seen him in. Um, I would love to see him as demolition man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who that is? Um, that sounds familiar. I'm looking it up right now. If it's the visual that I'm thinking, then I think that's fucking hilarious. It's, it's literally like he originally was yes. like a wrestler and he looked like Wolverine. Yes. But then when George Perez took him for that, everybody who's ever been a Avenger ever is going to be in this comic book. He was basically homeless. Oh, and it was like, I can just see him leaning into that and being like, yeah, I'll be the guy that nobody knows and kind of <laughs> smells. And is like, I can just, I think that would be hilarious. So, yeah, I remember this character as when I, when I first came across this, I've never read a comic book with this character in it, but just no, neither have I. Oh, based, on the, based on the visual, I thought this is Wolverine crossed with, with Juggernaut. Yeah. Which, which is funny because if I was going to cast Jai Courtney, I would custom, cast him as Juggernaut. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I like if you roll scroll down a little bit lower on the Wikipedia site, mm-hmm. like that's a little bit more the one that I was introduced to because I, I I lied. He was in like the first few episodes of that George Perez run. Ah, uh, you see, George Perez Avengers, man. I love George Perez's Avengers. <laughs> well, because I mean, I remember being at at comic-con when they announced that he was going to do that and they were basically like nobody could possibly fit every avenger on a panel yeah except I remember for that. George Perez, and still yeah. make them they all looked like you don't know how hard it's got to be to try and make captain america hank pym and clint barton all look different <laughs> yeah that's true and he pulls it off and he pulls it off it's pretty amazing um so that was he had there jeremy irons Oh, Jeremy Irons. Jeez, you would have to see for the for the older actors in the DCEU, I stayed away because then I would have to deep dive and and I didn't want to do that. If, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, he he's being um, you know, he's going he's going um gl- uh, galactic level cosmic. 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 Yeah, 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 cosmic. So he went with Eon. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That mustache, man. I love. That. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about Eon. He's oh, okay. just like this big floating head. <laughs> yes, yes, and um, I know most of these characters from the uh from the trading cards. Yeah, Jeremy Irons, Eon, weird eyeball face thing assigns people as protector of the universe, creator of the quantum bands. So that was. That was Rob's. Take. Oh, see, I thought I, I I remember the weird eyeball, but I thought he had a mustache over his mouth. But I'm looking at it now; it's not a mustache. It's just like discolored compared to the rest of his. God, I don't want to say body. I don't know what. The hell it is. <laughs> it's this weird floating tree trunk thing with roots and hair. God yeah. damn, that's so weird. He's okay. got Mark Strong as Galactus because he's got that voice, and he's I not- love. He's not a frigging cloud this time. <laughs> I love Mark Strong. That's hilarious. Dude, yes. God. Mark that Strong is so great. Horrible. Mark Strong is great. Galactus is great. And they totally ruined Galactus. If Galactus doesn't have a ridiculous hat, I don't want Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. Man, fuck those Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> Russell Crowe. 
uh, Eternity, the entire Marvel Universe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could see that. And again, I'm thinking of the of the trading card art, and I can totally see that. Yeah, definitely. Kevin Costner as the original Marvel. I'm I'm going to call shenanigans on this because we already have had the original Marvel. Who's the original Marvel? Um, she was in uh, Captain Marvel, uh, and it was a woman, oh. and it was what's her face, um, Annette Benning. Annette Benning. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it, okay. but if you were going to go male way, male direction, Kevin Costner is a good pick. Hold on. Look at my. Let, let me look at my list. Let me let me put Russell Crowe in my head and look at my list of of Marvel villains. Um, geez, Doctor Doom. I don't know. What do you no. think? What is what is your take on who should play Doctor Doom? Like, what what is your what is your your what's it called? Like like a uh, uh, description of the actor that ne- that needs to the call sheet that needs to t- play Doctor Doom. Regal. Like there has okay. to be a regalness to them. Um, I'm trying to. I don't even. I don't even know where you would go with Doctor Doom. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a really tough one. I don't think. I think. I think Russell Crowe falls into the the Ben Affleck category for me, where a mm. lot of the characters he plays are he's bitter about playing that character. You know what yeah. I mean? And so yeah. he needs kind of a bitter, angry character, and Doom is bitter about being like, you know, disfigured by Reed Richards. It's basically a Lex Luthor thing, but I don't think of him as being bitter motivated. He's ego motivated. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. I thought, I think like gladiator era, Russell Crowe could pull off Craven the hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's got that kind of grittiness. Maybe I just think Australians are all hunters. I don't know. (laughs) Um, maybe that like I just because that's what you need to be to survive in that in that area in that place because <laughs> Australia is trying to kill you. Um, I would I would kind of I'd like to see him as and again we'd be having to ignore Marvel Agents of Shield, but um, absorbing man he'd be a really good absorbing man. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. All right, let, what's Rob's next pick? Um, Lawrence Fishburne, the Gardener. Another elder of the universe. He likes to garden. <laughs> is that like uh, the the collector and the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the, the grandmaster? The gardener is, is one of those guys, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. See, these are prime villain. I feel like the, these are these are Marvel villains. These actors are just ready to take on some of these. I'm just, Lawrence Fishburne. Let me see. I think Lawrence, Fish, Lawrence Fishburne could pull off Galactus. Yeah, I, a I very, think, a very, a very. Sorry, I've got to do this, but I got to do this kind of Galactus. Yeah, he has the voice for it. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree. Um, David, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. David Thulis. Thulis. Yeah, Rob put Jack of Hearts, also been at this a long time. Wars really run him down, ready to give up. I need to look up David Thewlis, the actor. Who did he play? Oh, did he? He was he in was, Wonder Woman. He was Ares in Justice League? <laughs> oh, God. He was, um, he was the god of war in Wonder Woman. He, yeah. was, the, he was the old British mustachioed. Ares, God of War. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, I'm just laughing at that take on Ares and Wonder Woman. God, this like frumpy British dude is like yeah. the God of War. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. It was a choice. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a choice. Yeah. Um, Robin Wright put her as Infinity, Sister of Eternity, Source of the Quantum Bands. Okay, Robin Wright also has this really regal quality to her. She can pull off really well. She's another person uh, that I would love to see as um, Moonstone. Okay. I, Moonstone's a man, really good character that needs to be used. Is um, I'm, I'm looking at Lady Deathstrike, but is Lady Deathstrike Japanese? Yes. Yes, Lady okay. Deathstrike is, okay. is Japanese. I was really looking for Deathstrike, right? Not Deathstroke. Lady Deathstrike, the Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was racking my brain for female Marvel villains. I didn't find a lot. There there are a little bit. I mean, because Robin could Wright, maybe go um, Warbird, not Warbird, Warbird. I think Robin Wright would make a great Enchantress, but yeah, she might already be on Wandavision. <laughs> I'm I'm now leaning towards um, Dottie being uh, Enchantress. No, um, Clea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that might be the direction they're going. I have, I have theories. I have well, theories. no, by the time we, we get to our next WandaVision <laughs> review episode. Um, and then he had Ewan McGregor as Pip the Troll, because fuck it. <laughs> I love Ewan McGregor, by the way. Yeah, I do too. I'll watch him. I'll watch him on almost anything. Have you ever watched Down With Love? No. Ewan McGregor is in a musical with Renee Zellweger that's set in the 1950s or 60s. That sounds amazing. It's great. <laughs> you should watch it. I think he'd be great as Pip the Troll. Um, <coughs> we also have, I, I missed one. Lucy Davis keeps popping up. Friendly to everyone. We find out she's Mistress Death. Oh. I'm, I'm looking at my list of Marvel villains for Ewan McGregor still because I love me some Ewan McGregor. <laughs> He he could pull off an amazing sinister. Yeah, uh, yeah, he could. Yeah, and sinister's he would, a, he would have a blast doing it. Sinister's so like he's got a stature to him though. He's got a physicality. No, I'm thinking I, of sinister from the X Men animated like Saturday morning cartoon. Oh yeah, no, that's that's sinister. But if you put if you put Ewan McGregor in like platform boots. <laughs> it makes right. the character so much better and he like again he has to have that campy quality and i feel like ewan mcgregor would just eat it up have you seen velvet goldmine i have not oh my god that's glam ewan mcgregor that's what you're talking about he's probably mr sinister in velvet goldmine holy shit <laughs> right now i have to see uh, velvet goldmine <laughs> yeah no really look at pictures that's mr sinister Images. Yep. <laughs> He's even almost wearing the Mr. Sinister costume in yeah, one of those pictures. Yeah, the, the kind of silvery color. Yes. Yeah, no, he's absolutely I've got to put this, I've got to put this on. Holy shit. Okay, so I don't our our show notes that we put up with the the um episodes are never that great Th this week you're gonna want to go you're gonna want to go head over to those. <laughs> this is mr sinister god damn this it is, sorry ben mr. Affleck. Sinister. 
sorry, 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 Affleck. <laughs> um. Yeah, right, that's so a, I've got that's I've got that. Up, but you're absolutely right. That is Mr. Sinister. That's a great costume for Mr. Sinister. So even the even the stance he's taking and everything. Yeah. The, so the last the last thing that that uh, Rob has on here, he says, "Crazy idea." Jason Momoa as the Silver Surfer goes against literally everything I love about the character, but the guy's from Hawaii and it would be a completely different take that could be fun to see. I hate thinking about this, but I also kind of want a Silver Surfer that's actually a surfer from, I don't know, a beach planet. (laughs) He ends with, I'm so tired. He did a lot of work here. (laughs) Yeah, he did. This is intimidating. Thank you, Rob. That's great. I love Jason Momoa as a, a beach dude, Silver Surfer. That's great. As a real Silver Surfer. Uh, it would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh that's a nice note to end it on. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of Marvel villains that uh, I couldn't, I didn't, they didn't get cast. Uh, Dr. Octopus was one um, that was just, wasn't a fit. Um, and Omega Red. Ooh, Omega Red. Yeah, I thought maybe Henry Cavill, but um, Omega Red's Russian, so I thought he could pull that off. Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. But, you know what? Maybe that's another episode. Is like like do it the other way around. Let's cast let's cast some Marvel villains. Well, I these are fun episodes. I definitely want to now hear your cast for X Men, like just on a personal level. Like I want to know who you think needs to play your version of the MCU X-Men, because it, it it's c- clear to me now you have a very specific expectation <laughs> as you should being such a huge fan of that property. Yes. Okay. All right. So is that our next week's, is that our next week's challenge? Um, maybe, yeah, maybe let's, let's, let's talk about it off, off air. Okay. And, and see how quickly we, this could, we could pull this, if we could pull this together by next week. All right, so so go on to social media because if we decide we're going to do um, an X Men cast, we'll let you know and you guys can join in. Um, otherwise, we will save that for a later date. Uh, but go ahead and keep sending your DC recasts because we'll we'll put them in the shout outs. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't give you that much time to work on them, so if you mm-hmm. still want to put them in, uh, go go for that. Uh, speaking of shout outs, uh, do you have any for this week, Ray? I mean, the boys, you know, Jason and Christian <laughs> really are there for me when I'm geeking out. It's it's quarantine. I'm home alone. You know, 99% of my existence is basically here in this apartment. So anytime I get really excited about something geeky and I can just text my friends out of the blue, it's it's really nice. Especially when you all hit me back immediately that you're doing the exact same thing. <laughs> So shout out to you, shout out to Jason, shout out to Christian. Y'all are the are the geeks that keep me going. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to send a shout out to my guild on WoW Shadow Company. We actually made it through the full raid down the last boss last night and had enough time to loop over and start the next difficulty level. Um, it was so much fun. It like I have never been in a raiding guild where every week we just have an assigned time that we just spend together and enjoy hanging out with each other, but still are accomplishing in-game stuff. And it's been so nice. It's been so fun and refreshing. And so yay us, we got him down. Although I was dead for most of that fight, but that's okay. (laughs) 
Um, we're not quite sure what we're going to come up next. We'll look at social media. We'll announce it out uh, through our Twitter feed as to what we're going to do. Uh, all the music in this episode is by Ben Sound is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. Geek2Toot is a proud member of the Geek2Geek Network. Check out other Geek2Geek shows, the Geek2Geek podcast, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Disney Forever, You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, The Nerdberg Review, My HGTV Addiction, JRPGs and Me, Dragon Quest FM, and Sometimes Rob. Also check out our newest podcast, As the Dice Roll. Check out our Twitch streamers, Capsule J and Bama Shocks. And make sure to join us in Slack or Discord where you can chat with us in real time. There's been a lot of chatter on uh, Slack. A little bit on Discord, but a lot of chatter on Slack. And I love it, guys. Keep it coming. You can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. Ray, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me all over social media at rayvargus3.com. Spend mo- I'm sorry, at rayvargus3. Uh, spend most of my time on Twitter these days uh, and Instagram mostly, but I'm still on Facebook sometimes for the for the controversial post. Um, <laughs> and if you want to check out my artwork, you can go to raveargus3.com. Awesome. Well, we we have we have really geeked out these last two weeks. Yeah. So uh, keep it coming, guys. Let us know what you'd like to see, what you'd like to hear, and until then, remember this week: keep it geek. <laughs> <laughs>